Town Sports. Headlines. Good morning or afternoon, Sacramento. My name is Kyle Ledbetter, and these are your Sacktown Sports headlines. The Sacramento Kings defeated the Utah Jazz last night to finish the preseason with one win and four losses. First game of the season tips off Wednesday night in Salt Lake City against the Jazz right here on Sacktown Sports 1140, just like every Kings game all season long. In baseball, the Texas Rangers and Houston Astros have game five of their series today at 2 p.m. The Arizona Diamondbacks and Philadelphia Phillies play game four at 5 p.m. And Sacramento State football is back at home tomorrow night for a nationally televised primetime game versus the Montana State Bobcats. Kickoff is at 7.30 p.m. Get your tickets at hornetsports.com. Reminder, all guests and callers join us from the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop. Those are your headlines. It's time for more of Styles and Watkins here on Sacktown Sports. Your flagship station for the beam team, Sacktown Sports. We are back, Sacktown Sports, Styles and Watkins taking you up to 2 p.m., as we get ready for the Kings, ready to light the real beam. Didn't light any beam last night, but you did get a W. Preseason beam, mm-hmm. mini beam. We'll take it. First time in the preseason. As we get you ready for the real thing, that's next week against the Utah Jazz again. But got to head to Utah. And we get you ready, get you set for our regular season with our debut October 26,000 Watkins, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. every single mm. day. Talk about it. From breakfast yep. to lunch, yep. that transition, yep. we got you. Yeah, we got Okay, you. We we're got brunch. You. Yep, we're we basically brunch. brunch. The brunch boys. The brunch boys. <laughs> Hashtag brunch squad. Okay, I like a good brunch yeah, anyway. Like, please don't call us the brunch boys. Yeah, we're gonna call you the brunch boys now. <laughs> it's the brunch boys. It's like the Hardy Boys or something. The Hardy Boys. Do you like brunch? The Kings won. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's not play those guys. Um, it's it, it's your new version. You're the brunch no, boys. No, those guys are not chill. Mm. Uh, let's. Uh, yeah, brunch is brunch is good. Brunch is. I was gonna say brunch is underrated, but if anything, no, brunch is very no, no. overrated. Definitely, if anything, yeah. overrated. <laughs> Now, my, my problem with brunch I don't is like I, brunch traffic, like the amount of like, hey, I'm, let's go eat at X breakfast spot. Yeah. Oh, that'll be an hour and 20 minute wait. And it's like, OK, well, yeah, that's that's lunch at that. Point. You got to make a decision. Right. Because are you going to go sweet or savory? Mm-hmm. Right. right. Or you could do both. That's why you, I do the chicken and waffles. They do the chicken and waffles, yeah. which Carmichael Dave has never had. He needs Not, to get on yeah, that. Yeah. So. Yeah, typically, I like a good breakfast sandwich. I'm a breakfast sandwich guy. Yeah, for sure. You know, so look, as I kind of get settled out here, people will learn as you continue to listen. And Chris, you too. And you already know I'm a bit of a foodie. Yeah. Okay, so if people got places I should go, places I should check out. I'll make you a list for sure. Let me know. People got to let you know. Let me know. I'm all about it, all right? And the Kings are all about winning. They didn't do much of it during the preseason, but those games don't count. They Mm -hmm. did do it last night. Chris, as we break down what we've seen from everything from training camp to the practices to preseason, what has been your biggest takeaway from the Sacramento Kings? I think the biggest thing has to be the thing that we've been talking about for the longest since the season ended, and that's, man, this guy Keegan Murray Mm. is a brand new guy. I mean, he he looks just completely night and day, and, and, you know, we'd heard, especially after Summer League, 
about some of the stories of, of how good Keegan's development was coming along and, and what we could potentially expect to see from him this year. But right. especially in that Golden State game the other day, I mean, he just showed a little bit of everything, and everything was clicking. He was hitting fadeaways. He was dunking on people. Yeah. He was attacking the rim, uh, hitting his threes, of course, looking looking like always. But to me, Keegan Murray and just the leap he's made has been the biggest thing from this offseason so far and this preseason that I really do think that we're going to see it in the regular season. I think I've seen enough of the comfortability. I've seen enough of the diversity of things that he's he can now do that I believe that this is going to be the Keegan Murray we're going to see from the foreseeable future. And it's just exciting to know if this is how good he got in one offseason, yeah. what's it going to look like at the end of this season, right. and then what is it going to look like coming into next season yeah. as he's still so, so young in his career. Of course, being an older rookie, you don't really have to deal with some of the the longer payoff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tw- Keegan's 24 or 23-year-old season this year, his 24-year-old season next year, right when he's really starting to grow into being like a full adult male. Yeah, and I think the thing is for Keegan Murray, we talk about the Sacramento Kings, and the Kings aren't going to sneak up on anybody. No. De'Aaron Fox is not going to sneak up on anybody. Mm -mm. Sabonis is not going to sneak up on anybody. But I think that the lack of pub and the lack of hype around Keegan Murray might be the key now, if you know ball and you're, you know, league pass and you're in the weeds, yeah. sure. But I think that when you look at the Kings, he is the one person that's still there, the ace up their sleeve, mm-hmm. that maybe teams understand, okay, this kid is good, he can hit some threes, but they might not know that he's got it like this. Right. And I think that's the thing that the Kings will be able to lean on for a good bit of the season. And look, even once you realize, okay, he does got it like that, now you just have another, a third legitimate option. Yep that you're going to have to deal with and somebody that can beat you off the dribble, somebody that you have to respect. And when you can shoot the way he can shoot, that that means that your dribbling and your ability to get to the cup is is even easier yep. because they have to everything, respect your shot. Yep. Everything plays off the shot. I mean, he's going to, yeah. like you said, people who, unless you're just really grinding tape and you've been keeping up with Keegan Murray in, in the California Classic and in right. this preseason, right. he's going to come around that screen, going to the top of the key, to the mm-hmm. top of the three-point line, and you're going to sell out. You're going to be right. like, I watched this all last year. This guy comes around to Montes yeah. Sabonis. Yeah. He maybe puts the ball on the ground once, but he's going to shoot this thing because that's all he does. Mm-hmm. He's not going to drive. Well, now Keegan, he can he can take that shot. We've yeah. seen him take that shot all last year. But now he can pump fake, mm-hmm. send that guy going, make a sidestep. He can drive the lane. He yeah. can dunk it on somebody. He can pass it out to the corner. Just the development, I mean, that's 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 exactly what you want to see from a guy who was picked number four overall. Right, like right. when we talk about, you know, some other guys, I won't I won't point out specifics, but like it's not a guarantee that you're going to be better just because you're a top five pick doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean you're going to have the trajectory of a star player. And it looks like Keegan, after some questions on what would be his ceiling. Looks like he he's really going to have that true development trait of of being a potential star player in this league. Right. And, you know, teams are going to say, okay, Sabonis is going to get his. We can't let De'Aaron beat us, right? right? Exactly. It's just on those nights, can somebody else step up? And mm-hmm. we've talked about other guys on this team that may still be able to do that, right? Malik Monk in some certain spots. We know he's coming off the bench. But Keegan is a guy who, oh, 
if you have to pick your poison, hey, let this guy, you know, let this guy beat us, he actually can, mm-hmm. right? It's easy to say that, but, you know, if you're looking at, if you're looking at the game against the Warriors a couple nights ago, who is in that corner when the when the Kings are fully loaded? Let's say a close game like that again. Chris Paul helped off of Davion Mitchell. Yep. Davion Mitchell most likely is not going to be in that closing lineup. Yep. So who might be out there? You know Keegan's going to be out there. Yep. You know De'Aaron's going to be out there. Yep. Sabonis is going to be out there. Probably Harrison Barnes, yeah. right? Yep. yep. And then maybe you decide Herder or Monk. Duarte. Could be Davion. Yeah, yeah, Duarte. You could go in a bunch of different directions. And if you're Chris Paul in that situation and it's Keegan Murray, you can't help. (laughs) He's probably going to, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the name, Mm -hmm. because of the cachet, and because of the star power that De'Aaron brings. And when he helps, Kings fans are going to be very excited when that happens. So I think we're going to see a lot of those situations in these close games where it's. I think you might see less of De'Aaron being a closer, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's elevation. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that is the diversifying team your portfolio. Yeah, you know? exactly. You got to put some money here, some yeah. money here. You can't have it all in one in one stock, yeah. and then if that goes broke, you're done. Exactly, because that's what's going to happen. De'Aaron won quite literally got an award for being the most clutch player of the year. Everyone knows that in those situations, in the fourth quarter, the Kings are going to look at him and they're going to key in on him. And to your point. The Kings are going to, like, De'Aaron's still going to be able to do that for the most part, mm-hmm. but there's going to be nights where other people are going to need to step up. Right. And that's why I was so encouraged by what we saw from Malik last night. He took that upon himself, 16 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, Keegan in, in those moments and and just a- anybody else besides De'Aaron Fox would be great to have step up in those moments because it just makes your entire team in total a lot more dangerous. You can't, that's when you can't, help off of Davion Mitchell. You can't help off of anybody else because everybody is equally dangerous. And I think that's the that's the point where the Kings offense hopefully gets to with with the amount of extra shooters that they added this year. You mentioned Chris Duarte. Could it be Sasha Vizenkov? That could potentially be where the Kings really set themselves apart in the closing lineups of things is They've got someone, everyone on the floor you have to keep a massive attention to, and you can't lean off any of them because everybody will make you pay. And I'm not I'm not off the the herder bandwagon yet. I know it's it's been a bit rough for him, but I think we could start off the season with the herder heater. Okay. Yes. And yeah. if that happens, yeah. that changes everything. That just opens everything up because I think right now the the Vizinkoff thing. You talk about diversifying your portfolio. Yep. That's all that's stashed. Yes. Right? If yeah. that hits, great, but yeah. you're you're really not sure. Yeah. Herder is that's somebody your Dogecoin or whatever. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. Herder is somebody that you've invested in a little bit. Yeah. And you have some expectations for it's been a little bit rocky lately, but at the end of the day, he knows how to shoot the basketball. Yep. He knows how to score. And you said it best a couple of days ago. He can get to the free throw line. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to get to the free throw line, you know, that's something that these quote-unquote, and I, I don't know if the Kings are a quote-unquote jump-shooting team, but when things get a little bit, aren't as aesthetically pleasing yep. and aren't flowing, okay, we got to make sure the, the game is getting out of hand a little bit. Do yep. we have somebody that can just make sure you get to the line and not just chuck up a bunch of threes? And Herter is a guy who knows how to manipulate a little bit, is a bit, yep. is a, bit of a gamesman, and can make sure, hey, let's slow things down. So I would never kind of sleep on his ability to do that. The problem with him, as is with much of this Kings roster, is defensively, are you able to compete and are you able to 
and at least be more than a a traffic cone, right? right? So we can make sure that we're not just trading buckets back and forth. So if he's able to do that, I'm not off the Herder bandwagon. I'm not off Red Velvet. I think I still think that he can he can surprise some people because when your stock is low. Right. Nobody nobody's yep. going to help you up. Yep. Right. And and I think that's where he is in in his his career, to be completely honest, yeah. because you're everybody is getting older. Right. You you are a specific you have a specific skill set. I sound like Liam Neeson. Yes. You have a specific <laughs> set of skills, particular set. of Yes. Skills. And if you are not if you are not able to produce within that skill set, we so don't got don't time know. for it. Yep. We don't got time for it. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, more Kings talk, breaking down the preseason and expectations. What are your expectations for the Kings? That and much more when we get back. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Your home for Kings basketball for over 25 seasons. Sacktown Sports. We're back. Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins taking you up to 2 p.m. Getting it going. How you feeling, Chris? How you feeling? So you're gonna golf later. Yep. What 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 do you what do you shoot? What's your what's your handicap? I don't really know how handicaps work okay. exactly. Uh, what's your best day? What have you shot on your best day? I shot an eighty once uh, at. Um, it was an easier course. I think it was a par. An eighty. Yes, but it was like a par. I can't remember. I mean, I would just say I'm a bogey bogey golfer. Okay. In that's, general, that's it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've I've been playing probably since middle school, so okay. I've already gone through the the rough chunky period of yeah. like, you know, essentially praying for bogeys. And did now, you play in high school? I did not play in high okay, school. Okay, but no, you've no. been playing. Yes, I've been. I've been. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like with, you know, in high school, I maybe played. Like three or four total times throughout right, my four right, years right, because right. high school is going on. Sure, it's sure. not the coolest thing to say. Hey guys, uh, no, well, I, now I gotta I miss out on the is, party because I'm golfing. Yeah, I think golf is you know golf is kind of making a turn. It's a little bit cooler. The pandemic has something to do with that because it was a very isolated game to play. Yeah, I've shot 89 twice, and that's my claim to fame. That's the best I've ever See, done. But like. At like tougher courses, like mm-hmm. which is what I'm like. That's definitely a like that's that's a nosebleed. Like nine eighty nine would be sure I'd be celebrating. All right, day. right. So all right, we'll definitely get out we there. We gotta get out there. Yeah, I know. I know there are a bunch of courses. So definitely excited to see the sights. Well, you know, we're talking Sacramento anyway. Please, I would love Sac- talking Sacramento is one of my favorite topics. So Sacramento, just in general, yep. right? I've been out here a couple times doing the shows. Yeah. I really, for some reason, I don't know. I want to. We were talking. I want to get into fishing. Yeah. Right. Want to so get random. into fishing? I know it's random. There's a good fishing scene around here. Though. That's what you were saying. My yeah. buddy was saying the same thing as well. So look, the last couple weeks that I've been out here on and off doing the show, Sacramento is nice. I I like nice. Sacramento. I I got I got. Nothing but positive things to say about Sacramento. You know, the all the food that I've had so far has been really Bomb. good. It's really good. You know what I mean? It's it's a bustling area. It's a yep. lot going on. And a lot of people say every city, oh, yeah, we got an up-and-coming restaurant scene. We got an up-and-coming this, yep. that. Sacramento's legit. Yes. Sacramento's legit. Very. Shout out to the 916 yep. from the 925 to the 916. I'm excited about it. I'm so glad that uh, it's just, I don't know why I get really excited when, when like, outsiders come to town. Because yeah. it's like... 
you get to you get to experience i mean i've lived here my whole life so i feel like i've done just about everything there is to do in Mm -hmm. sacramento and so it it excites me that you get to kind of experience everything with some fresh glasses yeah also you know it's good to hear that yeah you're new and you like the city like you know for a long time especially if you would have came here really before the arena popped Mm -hmm. up downtown like when the when the kings were playing in natomas there wasn't really a hub like mm-hmm. where where you've been staying, which is downtown, but near right. K Street, a, right, right. near the arena. You're not in the arena area, but uh, like all of that is pretty new area in terms of like, especially people actually congregating there. There's always been things to do. Downtown Mall used to be there. K Street has always had a couple places to go to, but definitely, you know, in the le- years leading into the pandemic and then definitely since 2020, Sacramento has just been it's just elevated to a completely different level. And yeah, it's just, it makes me excited to see that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's not great that a ton of people from the Bay area are moving over here to Sacramento, but at the same time, it's a brand new crop of people who are mm-hmm. going to grow to love and appreciate this place. Just like all the local Sacramentans do. Yeah. Yeah. So Sacramentan. Yeah. That's Sacramentan. Okay. Yes. Sacramentan. Yes. And you also, when you say Sacramento, you don't say the toe. Sacramento. I never would have said I've that. never heard someone say that before. <laughs> you never heard see that's because y'all ain't really from here. The toe. Well, no, no one calls it. That's no one no one says the toe. Like no one you just say Sacramento. You don't say oh, Sacramento. Oh, I thought you were saying no, yo, I'm from the toe. I'm from the toe. No, shout out from. to the toe. From head to toe. I, I am at the T O. Shout yes, out to sir. the toe. Some people could call it that. I, I think I will call it the toe. People now. call it Sacramento. Yes, Sacramento. Uh, what about Sac? Sacktown. Sack, <laughs> as we're called, Sacktown Swartz. Let me not say it, but no, usually people from Sacramento do not call it Sacktown. Okay, sack, so it's like sack for sure. Sack, yeah, Sack works. It's right. Okay, well, that's like Oakland is the town. Yes, right. San Francisco is the city, yep. but then in San Francisco, you can't say San, San Fran, Fran right. or Frisco. Frisco. Just just say the city, or just say yeah. San Francisco. Yes, right. Yeah, it's so, very much the same thing. So here's the thing: I see Jess on the YouTube chat. Right the now, is crazy. right, right that now, is crazy. right now, I live, right now, I live in Alameda, yeah. right, and I had dubbed it Alameda. Okay, for sure, so that I works am, great. I am, oh my god, I am leaving Alameda, and shout out to shout out to Jess on the YouTube chat. I saw Sacktown Styles. Oh, that so works. So I am evolving from Alameda yeah. to Sacktown Styles. That works. Oh, that's so. It's gotta great. be. Yeah, Sacktown Styles. Or just from the toe. Just from the toe. Live yeah. from the toe, we have <laughs> yeah. Sacktown Styles. Live from the toe you know, jam. It kind of does work. It kind of it doesn't <laughs> sound as terrible as what I initially thought it did. So now, I'm, now I'm actually kind of down for the toe. Now that you said it, Chris, uh, I can't stop thinking of Sacramento or Sacramento. Like what yeah, yeah I what say? have I been saying? Sacramento. I don't think I say the toe, but now I'm going to say the toe. Yeah, the toe. Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. Live no, from, that the does sound weird. from the toe. Live from the toe. Yeah. No, you yeah. got to say Sacramento. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm learning. Real ones know. Real ones know. Wow, I never realized I was doing that. Real, yeah, exactly. real ones know we're in the toe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly shocked no one's called it the toe before. Actually, I guess I shouldn't be because it's not. We don't know that, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's you know, these young and these Gen Zers. Well, I forget I, that we're broadcasting right now to a large audience. I don't know. Chris has audience, been here maybe. his whole life, and yeah. if no one's called it the toe, I feel like. 916-339-1140 on a Friday fun day. Yeah. Have you ever called Sacramento the, the toe? Yeah. <laughs> Have or you heard e- anyone refer- Or heard anyone call it the toe? <laughs> All right. We're the meno. <laughs> or the, the meno. No. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
Has anyone ever called it the toe? Thank you. All right. Yeah. I, that feels like it could easily be used against us. The toe, you know, like you know, it's not, yeah, it's like, that's it's the true. Toe of California. That's true. I don't know. Toes are in right now. Not gonna. Touch I don't know. That. Not yeah. touching that one. <laughs> yeah, just let it go. I'm not touching that one, Rex Ryan. All right. Kings preseason. Yeah. Well, yeah, that thing. <laughs> I forgot. We're, we might as well just go to break it. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Live from the toe. Don't you know? <laughs> The Kings preseason. I was I was trying to think I know, of a you were name. Trying to bar it up I was there. trying to bar it up. Well, I got time. Yeah. I got time. We're, these are still dress rehearsals. Yeah, exactly. They're still we're dress still rehearsals. So good. my biggest takeaway, you took you took Keegan, which is what I was gonna say. Yeah. But my Sorry. biggest takeaway is honestly, and it's pretty darn obvious, it's De'Aaron Fox. For sure. Can you elevate and be, you know, right now you're in the top ten for point guards? Top what? Top twenty-five players, think, yeah. right? Any list, he's top twenty. Are you? Is this who you are? Mm-hmm. Which is a great player, mm-hmm. or do you have another gear? Yep. Was Can, last year the leap, or do you have another? one? Exactly. Do you have another gear? Yeah. Do you have another level? Shout out Meek Mill. Can you hit the <laughs> NOS button? Yeah. Shout out Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Do you have the ability to take it to another level? Because as he goes, they go, and if if yeah. if he has stopped here then this is who they're going to be. Mm-hmm. This is who they're going to be. You know, we talked about the flashiness, and we talked about how Ja Morant and has the dunks and everything like that, and yeah. De'Aaron Fox d- maybe doesn't get that publicity because he's just a really good ball player, mm-hmm. right? He's you know he's fast. Sure, he has that, but he doesn't yam on people. Mm-hmm. He doesn't shoot threes like that per se. Right. So what is it? What is your calling card? Are you able to elevate and take that next step? That That's... That's an obvious one, yeah. But, but I mean, that's what I'm going to go with one. because he's the guy, right? And well, he's and that's, the guy. That's more of like a postseason conversation too, because regular season depth matters, and, mm-hmm. and who's your second best player matters, who's your third option matters. But honestly, in the playoffs, a lot of the time, like you're mentioning, and like Kyle's even said, you know, it goes as far as De'Aaron Fox goes. If it it kind of ends up coming down to who's the best player in the series, mm-hmm. and you know the Kings were gonna be hard pressed to in a Kings Warriors series have the best player in the series, and I think that played out with Steph Curry. But yeah, can De'Aaron elevate himself to which what I think we saw it for the first couple games before he broke his finger? Can he get to a level where much like Jimmy Butler has done in the past, you're going toe to toe with those guys? I know, I just I. I, I <laughs> The second, the second it popped in my mind, I was like, "This is gonna come out." You just made me spit out my water back this here. Is not great, not great. I didn't even try to keep it in. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't even it's try right. to keep there it was, in. It was, it wasn't pun wasn't intended, but at the same time, it almost had. No, that's great, and that's so, a, that's a Ken great Deere way. Can Deer and Fox go toe to toe with some of the other stars in the, in the toe? League? In the toe. In the toe. In the toe. In the toe. All right, let's just get to a break. When we get back. We're going Kings players. We have the over-unders. What do you think? Be sure to chime in on the text line on the YouTube chat as it's still rocking and rolling. And call in as well, 916-339-1140. All that and much more when we get back. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Your flagship station for the Beam Team, Sacktown Sports. We are back. Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins taking you up to 2 p.m. Really, really fun segment. Fun yeah. Friday. Sacto Sports. We have, yeah, Sacto Sports on the YouTube chat. That's a good one. It's a really good one. That's a, that's a four. I was thinking of saying that in the headline, and I, I thought better myself. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't change it in the headline. Pike, 916, this is too much. 
good one as well. <laughs> that is good. Keep them coming. Why not? It's it's Friday fun it's day. Friday, why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, we opened this can of worms. Yeah. And I just can't get over. That's the, on me. I can't get over the toe to toe at the end. That wasn't I mean, even. That was I've, classic. It was one of nobody those, saw it coming. No, I didn't even see it coming. And as soon as you said it. I couldn't hold it. No, in. you could. you shouldn't have. It was it was the right <laughs> thing to to let me know that that was not because it was not my intention to say it. But the second it came in my mind, I was like, I was already saying it, and then mm-hmm. I was like, damn. The funniest part of this is that this all started, and if you're just joining us, thank you for joining us. Basically, yes. Alan Styles, Chris Watkins, our show starts. We are doing dress rehearsal. Our show starts. Be sure to come back. Thursday, October 26th, when we really get it on and popping, and yes, I am sir. about to become a 916er. We're talking about Sacramento. We're talking about all the good things, how Sacramento is continuing to grow and evolve, and how much I've liked it so far. And we're talking about what it gets called. And Chris says, nobody says the toe. Yes. I thought that he's saying, the nickname of, oh, yeah, I'm from the toe. What he meant was nobody says the T in Sacramento or the toe. It just says Sacramento. So it turned into this whole big toe (laughs) extravaganza. Yep. And now the YouTube chat is hopping in talking about it. The text line is talking about it as well. We've had some calls about it. We are are live from the toe. Live. And that's how it's going to go. That's how it's going to go. I mean, it, yeah. it really stuck. I didn't like it at first, but it already is just, it really works. It, sound, it sounds kind of hard, too. You know, it's like. It yeah, does. Straight from the toe. I would not mess with somebody no. from the if toe. You, no, 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 no. Because no. you've been through some things. Yeah, you've definitely been through some You've through seen some things. Some yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. You're from the toe. A lot toe. of dead grass in the toe. Maybe sure. it's, maybe yeah. it's, oh, you're from Sacramento. No, I'm not from Sacramento. I'm from the toe. Yeah. You're I'm, from the toe. You're tough as nails. Yeah. There you go. You're definitely. Yeah. There you, you go. You go through some stuff if you've been through the toe. You have to. You have to all right kings players overs and unders which you know i think the good thing about when you talk about stats like this or even fantasy the reason that people get so excited about it is because it's your opportunity to be a mini gm yes exactly. number one and it does represent how well somebody's playing exactly. you know so when we go through these things and you look at the over unders we could say well, I hope this isn't over because this person needs to be over yep. if the Kings want to take that next step. So, exactly. Chris, take it away. Let's let's hear from them and see what we're yep. thinking. So all these uh, prop bets, these are all prop bets from uh, betonline.com. So, uh, you know, these are not ours or anything like sure. that. Uh, and they have over-unders for the regular season stats for every Sacramento King. Uh, we're going to go through some of the bigger ones, starting with the head of the snake himself, the guy we were just talking about, De'Aaron Fox in his point over under now let's let's start off we'll we'll, we'll trivialize this let's yeah. make this into a game what would you guys guess kyle and and alan over here what would you guess De'Aaron fox's over under projection would be for this season uh let me give you some context here okay. last season De'Aaron uh finished the season right on the dot at 25 points per game uh on 18 shots per game uh, 51% from the field. What do you think Bet Online has De'Aaron Fox's over under? Give it to me again season? what it was last year. It was 25 points per game on the dot last year. He shot 50% from the field on 18 shots per game. So I'm going to say they they made it higher. Okay. I'm uh, going to say the over under is set at 26 and a half. Okay. So it's tough because last year was his best year shooting from the field. I should have also mentioned. So I'm going to go 24 and a half. 
they have number right at 25 points per game. Again. Not at 25 and a half, at 25 on the dot, which is, again, what he finished with exactly last year. 25 points per game. It was the highest point total, uh, actually second highest point total of De'Aaron Fox's career in 2020-21. In that shortened season, he averaged 25.2 points per game. So he has never averaged more than 25 Mm -hmm. round number, 25 points per game. Well, and the question becomes... Just because if, if I said, oh, that should be over, mm-hmm. the question becomes, are the Kings, is that a good thing? Is that a good thing right? or is that a bad thing? Right. And you can say the same with the under. Right. I would say if you're going to level up, you got to go over. I, I would like it to be over. I would I would take the over. I think I will also take the over. Mm-hmm. I think De'Aaron's going to take a step up. Uh, should also be mentioned he shot 32% from three last year. That thing goes up to thirty four percent. That helps, you know, just add another one and a half points per game, something yeah. like that. I could see De'Aaron being at twenty six, maybe near twenty seven a game, and who knows? I mean, if knock on, I'll just say, if any important Kings players go down, De'Aaron might have to up that scoring total as well. So right. I could see De'Aaron having a a really really impactful season on the scoring department for sure. So I'm gonna go over. Kyle, do you want to? I'll throw go anything? over on 25. Okay, nice. Yeah. So uh, three overs, or is that two I'm, overs I'm over. and an under? I'm an over. Three overs. Okay, three overs on De'Aaron Fox. 25 points per game. Uh, we will do. Let's do Demonis Sabonis assists. How about that? Uh, Domas last year averaged the most assists of his career at 7.3 assists per game. Uh, His previous high was 6.7 in Indiana, uh, where he also averaged 20 points per game. He averaged 19 last year, uh, led the league in rebounding. What do we think Demonis Sabonis' over-under on assists is this season? Again, 7.3 assists per game last year, uh, and that was the highest of his career. Wow. Which is a lot, by the way. That's a lot. The only other big man who's anywhere near that is Nikola Jokic, who is near 10. Well, if Keegan keeps cooking. Right. There's a lot of factors that go into this assist number, too. Right. Like everybody else around him. I can't see them going much higher than that. I think it's probably right there. And mind you, Vegas is trying to make money off this. So it's like they're not going to give you a an easy number to, to try and guess. At. You said it was 7.3. It was 7.3 last year. I think Vegas probably did some mess like 7.5. Okay. Kyle, I'll go exactly seven. It was 7.5. Alan Styles wow. nailed it on the dot. And where are we going over or under 7.5 assists for Domas this year? 7.3 last year. Keegan Murray in the corner. Bang. I'm going over. I'm agreeing over Kyle. I'll go over. It's you don't really, have to. It's a really tough I, number to go over. Yeah, this is the number. Stay away is the, this the is, number. Yes, this is this is definitely stay he's away. He's going to be somewhere between like six and a half and seven and a half. I feel like. Yeah. But yeah. I guess over for the sake of this because it's just a hard number. Can I say that I think he's going to be near eight or nine? I, wow. I really think that he's going to take a step back in the scoring department. Last year, what, it was second highest scoring total of his career, 19.1. He had 20 points per game in that season that I mentioned in 2021. Uh, I think he's going to take a step back in the scoring department, and I think that's going to mean that he's just really going to lean into the facilitation role that he had last year. You said it. Keegan Murray in the corner, bang. I'm expecting Kevin Herter coming off screens, Chris Duarte, Sasha Vazenkov, and Man, I would love to see the development of a De'Aaron Fox, Demonis Sabonis two-man game as well. Yeah. It feels like we saw Domas really expand the game of really 
everybody on the team pretty much with the exception of De'Aaron. Now, they ran pick and rolls sporadically, but it never felt like, you know, you get that Murray-Jokic pick and roll. A lot of people talking about the Dame Lillard-Giannis pick and roll. Getting a big in your guard, especially when your best two players into a pick and roll situation where the other team essentially just has to pick their poison on Mm -hmm. which they're going to live with. I want to see that develop, and I just think Domas is – I've loved his passing ability since the day he got here. I think – after watching Jokic get near 10 last year, it really opened my eyes for the possibility of what Domas could do because he's, you know, if he's, if Jokic is the Charizard, I would say, you know, yeah. Sabonis has to be that Charmeleon. Yeah, mid-level. shout out, shout he's, out Pokemon. He's getting close. Funny enough, I was packing and I found a Pokedex. I had a Pokedex <laughs> from back sell in the day. probably that for a pretty I'm, penny. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. That's why I've held on to it yeah. for so long. So very good. On the on the Pokemon references out of control, reference, man. yeah. You know, I wonder why why Malik Monk is so is is better at the two man game than mm-hmm. honestly, he's the best on the team. He's yes. better than De'Aaron Fox. What is it about Malik Monk that makes him so good at the two man game? I think it's just that he's dangerous from every position. Like yeah. he's he's dangerous from anywhere on the floor. Like De'Aaron, you don't really have that three point threat. So when Malik and Sabonis run the pick and roll. He can set the pick. He can take the step back and hit the three. He can roll with him. He can take the floater. He can attack the rim better than anybody else on the team with maybe the exception of De'Aaron. And then he also, as you saw last night, like he's got really underrated playmaking ability. I think he had six assists in the first half, finished with eight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, finished with eight assists. He's he's just got the, the entire package of what you would want from a pick-and-roll ball handler and it's it's really, really impressive, and it's the thing that, like I said, no one really knew about before last season unless mm-hmm. you really, really knew Malik's game. Well, and I think that even Malik in general, he was a guy who we've talked about where, okay, is he just a college dude? Yeah. Is he going to be able to do this in the NBA? And then you see him last season, and it was a bit, it was a bit of a coming out party, yeah. I, I think. I think it was a breakout season for him. So I think – I don't know if people were necessarily sleeping on him or if he just started to elevate right. and people thought, okay. So I think if you're Malik Monk, you're you're trying to get that sixth man of the year. Yeah. And I think that's a big one for him. Yeah. Let's go rapid fire uh, to close out the segment here. Keegan Murray, points per game, 15 and a half. Are we going over or under? Last season, Keegan was at 12.2. So this is a pretty big jump for Keegan. 15 and a half points per game for Keegan Murray this over. year. Over. Over? Over yeah. by a good amount. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm also going over. I was not expecting that to be a clean sweep. Uh, let's say Harrison Barnes. Interesting over under here. 15 points per game for Harrison Barnes. Last year, HB was right on the dot at 15 points per game. I believe that was his lowest scoring total uh, since entering uh, the Sacramento Kings team. Uh, Harrison Barnes, 15 points over under. I'm going to go under. I'm 15? 15. That's what he oh, finished I'm with sorry. last year. He was at 16 the two years before that. Respectfully under. Yeah. that's I'm, I'm Under, but agreeing. slightly. I don't think he's going to be that far under. Another 15-pointer, Kevin Herter, who uh, had a career-high 15.2 points per game for the Kings last year. Uh, Herter shot 48% from the field, 40.2% from three on 6.8 attempts. Also shot, should be mentioned, uh, Kevin Herter shot 72% from the free throw line last year. So we would hope that that goes That's a little up. bizarre. It's very weird. It was a very, very weird season. For Interesting. Kevin I'm going to go under, but not mm-hmm. by a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll go under 15, but he'll be right around that number. Yeah, I would say 14 is probably the number I'm looking at for for Kevin Herter. Not not, you know, it's just it's going to be it's going to be a bit of I don't think Herter's necessarily going to exactly replicate what he did last year and so many more mouths to feed as well. Well, that 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 is the one, right? Stuff like that is when you talk about the tech and business, how does that scale? Is it is it something that's repeatable? And yeah. I don't know, but we're going to find out. Got to get to a break. We got a couple more to get to when we get back. And also, keeping the theme of fun Friday, funny Friday, Friday funnies, whatever you want to call it. Something happened a couple games ago, and we found out what happened a little bit after. <laughs> it was just a funny situation, and Mike Brown has some things to say about that. So we'll get into it when we get back. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Live and local, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. Sacktown Sports. We are back. Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins taking you up to 2 p.m. Having a lot of fun on a fun Friday as we talk Kings, Niners. Going to get into some NFL right around the corner here as we... We got, we got our full-blown predictions, right? That is happening at 1.30. So our final predictions... For the Kings season, you can get into this conversation to 916-339-1140. Get into that conversation. This is the last chance before we come back October 26th to debut Styles and Watkins. And we're rocking and rolling. So our final Kings predictions, and we might do actual records. We might do how far they go, whatever. There are no rules today. Nope. There are no rules today as we continue the toe talk. On the YouTube chat, a couple good ones I'll read off. Stopped. Dwayne Baker, I think that it's funny that Herter is just one of the 10 toes you have to fit into the sock now. Wow. That's a good one. Family Schlegel, this one might this one might be the best one so far. As we talked about Malik Monk last segment and yeah. the two-man game, Monk is so good at the toe-man game. Mm. That's number one right That's now. Strong. That is number one. Eric S., the Kings are a toe above the rest. Fun Friday, keep it going. Uh, we can make it sound like this was an actual segment we came up with, but yeah, it wasn't. It was not. And was that's not how things happen. And I think we love number it. one is still Chris Watkins unintentionally saying toe to toe. Oh yeah, in the oh yeah. That is that is the classic. No, nothing uh, is beating that. So, did you have any more over unders? Any of note? Uh, how about Malik Monk points? Uh, oh, that's a good one. Malik Monk points. Uh, should we go back to guessing, or do we just want to do straight over under? You want to know what it is? Just do the over. Okay. It's uh, 13 points per game, Malik Ooh. Monk, which seems pretty low, right? I mean, he averaged 19 points per game in the playoffs last year. I'm trying to get his actual season stats up. I believe he was at 13 and a half points. Yes, 13 and a half points uh, per game last season. 10 attempts, shot 44% from the field, 35% from three, and was the Kings' best free throw shooter, uh, just under 90% from the free throw line. Malik Monk over under 13. 15 points. Uh should also mention Malik played 22.3 minutes per game last year. Well, I think he's going to win six man of the year, and he's not going to win six man of the year only averaging 13 points. So I'm going over. Agreed. Uh, I will also go over. I think Malik will be near 15 to 16. Mm. Yeah. I want to say over, but I understand if his minutes are going to be about the same. I don't know if he's going to get the playing time to hit it, but I'll go over because 13, I, I thought he'd be the fourth leading scorer on the team. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he'll, he'll get more minutes than he got last year. Again, he only played 22 minutes per game last year. I think Herter was uh, up near 30, if I had to guess, just off of how they've 
been performing, I would guess that that kind of levels out to each being around 25, 26 minutes per game. And who knows? I mean, who who knows how the season ends up unfolding? Mm-hmm. I still think, as me and Whitey used to do our daily bold predictions, I still kind of feel like there's a chance Malik Monk enters this starting lineup at some point this wow. season. He's got a contract uh, coming up uh, mm-hmm. at the end of this year. I think the Kings need to show him that – they value him the same way that that other teams would. And something tells me Malik's going to be looking for a starting role at the end of this year, or at least an increased role at the end of this season, especially if he has another good one for this Kings team. Yeah, I think that I think that he's going to be over, like I said, and he is another really important piece because, like we talked about in the last segment, that two-man game is lethal. Yeah. Put so much pressure on the defense, and it doesn't even matter who it is. If it's Sabonis, it's lethal. Yep. If it's Alex Len, it's lethal. If it's JaVale McGee, JaVale Man. McGee, double-digit points last night. And that, yep. A lot of that was from the two-man game. Yes, so sir. Malik Monk has that ability, and when he gets hot, he really can be a flamethrower. So I I would definitely say over on that yep. one. Yep, and uh, that's about it. I think I can maybe find a King's uh, win total over-under, but we can, let's save we can that. do that later. Let's, so. let's save that for our yeah. – Final predictions. Okay, in the theme of this Friday fun day, a couple games ago when the Kings played the Warriors, I don't know if you noticed it when you were watching the game because I noticed something weird was going on, but I wasn't sure what. Basically, what ended up happening was Kobe Jones had a situation. And if you remember, you could see Keegan Murray going over to tell Mike Brown what the situation was. And here we go. Dead ball situation. I think Keegan fouled somebody on purpose, and Keegan came over to me. He goes, Coach, you got to get Kobe out. And I was like, what? He was like, you got to get Kobe out. He's about to throw up. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? <laughs> and so Kobe comes, like, speed walking by me. <laughs> it's the funniest thing because when I turned and look at him, <laughs> okay, he, he was – he was like this. He was like, oh, "I got quit smile. Come on, Mike." He was like, oh. <laughs> I "Can't see, but Mike Brown is puffing I was up like, his Kobe. Yes, yeah. He just turned to me. He goes, <laughs> "I was like, Kobe, what's wrong?" He was like, <laughs> shakes his head. He didn't say anything. So then he takes off to the bench, and so I follow him. I want to make sure he's okay, and he doesn't stop at the bench. He continues to go back in the back, and I don't know, you know, where he went in the tunnel. I don't know what happened after that, but apparently it, he had. He had thrown up uh, and just kept it in his mouth. <laughs> his mom's going to kill me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, yeah, but, I mean, you know, and, and oh, you know, man. I mean, he's trying to play as hard as he can, and, and you know, it's it's new for him. And here's Kobe Jones when he was asked about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that happened. Uh, very unfortunate, but I feel like I did a good job of holding it in, so uh, – didn't make any news on the court, so let's try to keep it that way. Yeah. That's crazy. Are, are you a puker at all, like, in terms – especially, I mean, like, conditioning? Not – no, no, no. Not not from conditioning. I've never – I used to be. Really? Every single sport, every single – every session, you know, I would go from – jump from baseball to basketball to football. Didn't matter what sport. I would – I always, wow. at least once a year, I was, I was in the toilet. It just – you just – I don't know, I just got a sensitive stomach and yeah. probably also showed up to, to out of shape for right. those seasons. Wow. But yeah, I was, I was as someone who was a big puker and you know, at some point you kinda 
It's just Kobe must not be a regular one because when when it happens to you all the time, it's almost like it's nothing. It's right. like let me just get this out of the way so that I then feel good immediately after. Well, now I'm wondering because it's different, right? But football, it happens. Feel like it happens just do it fairly often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basketball, you really it. it no, because those things are so well conditioned. It's right. like it rarely ever happens. Though Sabrina Ionescu did it the other day That's in the true. NBA Finals. That's or true. In the and finals. then yeah. that was so weird. They brought the trash can like onto the Very court. Strange. That was strange. Very strange. Yeah. And yeah, and then held the L. So Not yeah, that right. was that I mean, was <laughs> he's right though. He's good for holding that in. Yeah. A lot of people would not be strong enough no, to, that would be to wild. chipmunk that. No. And then to I think he continued to play. It sounded like so Keegan told Mike Brown he's gonna throw up, mm-hmm. which tells me that like how would how would Keegan have known exactly. that? Like, did was he Colby tell him or did <laughs> Keegan already see the chipmunk happen? Right. Or maybe yeah, and we don't know. Has this happened before? <laughs> right. Is yeah. it is it a what was it a one time thing? Because yeah. right, it, it's just maybe it's just a look. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's just the yeah. team chemistry building. Saying, <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, brother, I got you. I know, yeah. I know that look. Let's yeah. let's get you out of here. I also love that a Mike Brown's impression of Keegan Murray. Yeah. But if you watch the tape over again of the moment it happens, which you can check out our guy Brendan Nunez. Twitter, he tweeted out the the video of it. Keegan does calmly walk. This is very Keegan Murray. Like house yeah. is on fire, everybody needs to evacuate. Keegan's he needs to throw up, coach. Right, right. Hey, hey, like just the most monotone, straight face. Yeah. Hey, he threw up on the floor. It's like how about like having some like grab no. Kobe and say like, coach, like you got to get it. Like just complete straight faced, never elevating above a three. Just. Hey, coach, uh, you need to get him out. He threw up. Keegan's definitely got some Kawhi to him. Yes, a lot of Kawhi to him. For sure. Like a dangerous amount of Kawhi. For sure. All right, getting to a break after we get back. Going around the NFL. What's up, Vancouver? All that and more when we get back. (laughs) Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.